Okay. I know the space is recorded, and we also started posting these on our Spotify account. So I will get the show on the road and get you guys some of the amazing updates that we have for this week. Uh, starting off, as we know the format, we're going to start off with the Metaleon specific updates. We had a ton of amazing updates from last week. And I keep saying this every week, and I can't seem to find a break. We keep delivering more and more updates every week. The list keeps getting longer, and I keep getting more and more bullish. So uh, the first and the biggest update so far is related to our crowdfunding platform. So as you remember, last week we were able to talk with our web dev team and then what we're working on was a even more precise roadmap specific just to the crowdfunding platform because i know we already have our light paper we have our um, general idea of what the specific roadmap gonna gonna look like but what we're doing now is we're providing you a roadmap just specific to the crowdfunding platform so that is something that we hope to release by Friday. There's another amazing secret update slash news for the community that Alex and Antonio told me to let you guys know. So get excited for Friday, guys. Um, the other update related to the crowdfunding platform, Alex and Antonio have been trying to work on finalizing the name of the product and the logo and brand identity. And they have finalized three names at this point. So they're gonna make the final decision here shortly. So we'll have that going. I know they have a brand design team that they're working with to get the brand behind uh, the crowdfunding platform. As I had discussed before, the crowdfunding platform is going to be part of a larger organization of which MetaLeon Society is just going to be a subsidiary. Uh, because we're trying to bridge the gap between Web 2 to Web 3, it is extremely essential that we have a professional, approachable, and uh, trustable um, brand for a Web 2 ecosystem as we start bridging them over to Web3. So that's something that is under works. Once we have the name finalized, the logo design, the visual identity, all that is going to just flow right into it. Uh, the third update regarding the project. So we have, uh, if you remember, Michelle Konzinski, who is the CEO of WeSeed, which is the largest crowdfunding platform in Europe. Uh, he... Uh, graciously signed an advisory role with us uh, last month, I believe, towards the end of last month. And we are at this point where he starts his consulting mission with us uh, next Wednesday. So that is going to be incredible. I know Alex and Antonio have been working in the back end trying to prepare documents uh, for the initial conversation with him. And I know we're going to get a ton of experience and a ton of good guidance from him as to what works and what doesn't and how to be an industry leader and take crowdfunding to the Web3 ecosystem. Uh, so we're extremely excited about his involvement in this project uh, because he's just extremely well-versed with everything that goes with crowdfunding and uh, has delivered a successful company. So we are just very excited about this partnership with him. 
another big update right after that. So with crowdfunding comes the necessary legal stuff that needs to happen alongside that. So just to be very proactive with everything that we need to be to need to do to be on the right side of the, of the law, even though we know that the regulations all over the world are very fragmented and not real good regulations out there for anything related to tokenization or um, just crowdfunding in general in Web3. Uh, we're doing our best to be proactive and set ourselves for success for the long term. So another aspect of crowdfunding um, is KYC and ensuring that we have the right information to be able to connect investors with projects uh, through our platform. So KYC in general is an extremely expensive thing to do. Generally in the market, based on our research, it's kind of crazy how much it costs. It's about roughly 2 to $3 per user to do your KYC uh, on any platform, be it like an exchange or uh, tokenization or anything really, which requires KYC. Uh, we know that it is extremely costly and we know that we have a very limited treasury. And we also know that we're always about finding uh, the right fit and an extremely efficient um, solution for any problem that we face. Uh, the good news about that is we are in touch with a company that provides KYC solutions and has been in the business and very successfully in the business for a little over five years. So uh, can't reveal the company name right now, can't reveal any more details. All I know is we're in talks with them and we're trying to bring that number down to a point where we can not only make it cost effective uh, for our community members and people that want to utilize our crowdfunding platform, but at the same time, also find ways to give more value to the people that go through this platform to if we in the future plan on integrating them with our solution. Uh, so stay up to date regarding that. Uh, this is another this is another example of how we're always two steps ahead of uh, where we are in terms of planning, because we know eventually we're going to run into this issue. So we're not just waiting around to deliver the platform and then think about this. We're working on this in a parallel pipeline just so that we know we deliver something flawless and absolutely ready to onboard people from day one. Uh, the next update that I have is extremely exciting. I know we have a few uh, 3D animated uh, marketing videos that we had closer to our mint. And I personally really enjoy the one where the Meta Leone walks on uh, the red carpet and gets the limelight uh, with the music and everything. Uh, very excited that we are, uh, we did renew our contract with uh, our um, 3D uh, video artist, and we are hopefully soon going to be dropping another animated video. So keep an eye out for that. Should be another awesome video. Um, I love the quality of these with the, with the edits and with the, with the music and how it all ties the story together. So I am personally very excited about this one. Uh, for community updates, we are looking forward to launching another contest after the major success of the last community contest that we did where we gave away three medallions and that was the story writing competition. What we're excited to let you know is we're gonna have another 
contest for the community and another opportunity to win a Leon. And that is going to happen next Monday. So we're still brainstorming what the idea is going to be. Uh, but hopefully we're going to have that ready to go next week on Monday. So get ready, everybody. Uh, another huge community update. First of all, shout out to Hang and Ride and Tree Chapo. Uh, I'm happy to be in a conversation with them uh, in Leon Lounge. For those that do not know what Leon Lounge is, it is the VC uh, in Discord where uh, only holders of the Meta Leons can access it. So usually we just hang out there and uh, geek out about everything Meta Leon or market in general, uh, NFTs, crypto, anything goes really. It's just like-minded people hanging out and getting to know each other better. So we started to brainstorm some ideas around trait groups. And I know a lot of projects out there are doing something similar. And it seems to be a really cool idea of building a ground up engagement with the community. So what's going to happen here shortly and what's, what I'm working on right now is we're going to have an announcement for our Leon holders uh, with a uh, list of trade groups that we initially have come up with. And I know our collection uh, is going to mint out in different stages. So based on Stage one, what we have right now, we have a list that we want to start off. Then I'm going to slowly um, start seeking um, our community leaders that would love to lead some of our uh, efforts around trade groups. We all know that our uh, collection is incredible. The art is incredible. The attributes that our Meta Leones have are incredible. So it's uh, it's only obvious that we had to do this at some point. Uh, I love the energy behind this idea and uh, looking to see this idea grow organically. And I'm 100% sure this is going to be a mega success. So uh, just another way to bring our community closer to their Metaleons and build some excitement around all these incredible traits that we have. Um, I personally get excited every time I see a trade that I haven't seen in a while, a trade I actually haven't never seen because we've got so many incredible ones. Uh, so yeah, that is the update there. And that is going to be all of the updates for this week for our project. Um, talking about the market. So and nothing's really changed in the market this week. It's again, some sideways action with Bitcoin and Ethereum and the rest of the crypto market. We did see a little bit of pump yesterday and that's nothing to be too excited about it, about in my opinion, nothing in the macroeconomic uh, scene and in crypto market has really changed to get us excited about a rally right now. Uh, but what I wanna make sure is uh, I wanna keep bringing you major news in the crypto market that we need to stay on top of to understand what's really happening in the industry. Uh, so starting off, uh, the um, there's a Bitcoin mining company called Compute North, uh, which has filed for bankruptcy. Apparently, they ended up owing about $500 million to their creditors. Um, they realized that the change in the market conditions, supply chain issues, and a lot of other uh, concerns that they've had with their expansion 
uh, did not align with their strategy and it's causing them to apply for bankruptcy. They do say that they want to utilize this, these resources and uh, this opportunity to restructure and reposition themselves uh, for a more sustainable future. I know it sounds like a bad news that a, a giant uh, crypto mining company is going bankrupt, but the thing is a lot of these companies out there, if you think about all the lending platforms that went bankrupt, uh, it didn't happen because of uh, anything market. Yes, the market had a part to play in it, but it also has to do with some organizations just overextending themselves and being over optimistic in a market that is still trying to find its footing. We really don't know where crypto stands in terms of other traditional assets and in comparison to them. So when a company like that files for bankruptcy, it it just means it, it's really not extremely detrimental to the general crypto market. It just means that this was a big uh, wake-up call for a lot of companies that were taking on considerable debt and people were investing in them, thinking the market is just going to keep pumping up. Uh, risk management is a strategy that I think is very important for everybody to have, individual investors, companies, uh, anybody really. And I think crypto companies that just were doing really good in the bull market got really ahead of themselves in some situations. And that kind of leads to some of that uh, a losing of funds and uh, going bankrupt and stuff like that. So it's nothing crazy. It happens during market downturns. And it's only good for the long term uh, of the market because it forces companies to re-strategize and build better fail-safe solutions if this happens the next time. So it just reduces the overall uh, pressure on the market when things go down. So if you imagine you're a bankrupt company and your clients are asking for money, you're going to sell your assets at a cheaper price because you need liquid cash. Uh, now imagine if that company had a better uh, risk management situation. They honestly would not need to sell their assets when the market is down. Thus, bringing a little bit of stability to the market. And I'm not saying one organization can have that much power, but each drop in the ocean matters. So when more companies start doing better risk management, there's less sell pressure on the market and the bear market potentially could be less uh, painful than it has been lately. So that's just my two cents on that news item. Again, I have a philosophy. I bring you the bad news first, and then we go on to the good news because there's no fun in sugarcoating anything. I bring you the news as is, and I leave it up to you to decipher what it means. Uh, the second one, uh, bankrupt crypto lending platform Celsius. Uh, they have been in a lot of trouble with their lending platform. They have been defaulting on loans. Their CEO, Alex Mashinsky, has finally resigned. And he did say in a public statement that he feels like he is going to still continue to work through this uh, bankruptcy procedure and help do things right for his community. But I kind of saw this coming with everything going on with Celsius. There's a lot of negative publicity. Things are just not working out for them. And another example of over leveraging yourself in a bull market. So um, really unfortunate for the individuals that have their funds in Celsius, but hopefully uh, there is a resolution here soon and 
uh, individual investors can get access to their funds. Uh, the next update, and this is a this is a big one and not a big one at the same time, and I'll I'll share that in a second here. So White House uh, has finally published its first ever comprehensive crypto framework. So if you remember, uh, President Joe Biden, uh, he requested all of the different agencies in the U.S. government to provide their analytical reports on the regulations around cryptocurrencies. So CFTC, the SEC, and a bunch of other regulatory bodies in the US were asked to provide their reports as part of an executive order. So those reports have been due for a while and they were filed by all those agencies. And based on those reports, the White House published a, a crypto framework per se. Uh, so as I read through the framework, I'm not going to bore you with the details of what was in there, but it really, to me, felt like this is just a super boilerplate starter thing that still needs a little bit of refinement. I could see that there's a lot of concerns uh, and uh, a lot of agencies view cryptocurrencies as something that can uh, potentially cause harm to capital markets in the US and bring a lot of, uh, what do you call it? A lot of risk to individual investors. So investor protection was a big thing that was talked about in there. CFTC and SEC were urged by this framework to go after bad actors. And as much as I like that idea of going after bad actors, uh, seeing what the SEC has been doing lately and politicizing the whole um, cryptocurrency asset class for their own personal gains, I think the whole idea of uh, going after bad actors is being used as like a secret weapon, in my opinion, to bring down the crypto market. Because a lot of companies that got sued by the SEC were just functioning to the best of their knowledge of what the law says and what regulations are out there. And deliberately, these organizations such as SEC are not providing guidance to the market regarding cryptocurrencies. And they're using that gray area and lack of market clarity to go after companies to just extort money out of them straight up. And it sounds like I'm accusing them at, at the same time, but based on the cases that I've seen that have come up so far with, uh, uh, I think, what was that platform? Uh, there's a crypto lending platform, better, well, I can't remember, I'm gapping on their name. Um, the XRP Ripple lawsuit, all of this, all the documents that are coming out regarding uh, those things. I feel like what needs to happen and what's a better approach to crypto regulation is actually sitting down with the industry experts and people in the industry and including individuals to have a voice and work uh, together to see what's best for the industry and then form a framework rather than going after companies with no clarity in the market. So I think that's a more constructive way to go about this, but we'll see how uh, this framework really helps. They also mentioned in that framework that a CDBC, which is a central bank digital currency, is a next logical step in digitizing economies and bringing them uh, to the next level and helping people um, just have seamless transactions and 
more efficient financial markets in general. So another concern with uh, CDBCs is how the CDBCs are implemented. If uh, we implement CDBCs just like China did, then it just becomes a big surveillance tool. And that's not a good thing. And it goes against the American value system. But again, if the CDBCs is created on a public ledger, then that goes through with the whole thing with people's freedom to be able to own their own money and have the privacy enough to do what they feel without having like a big brother watching over everything. So it's a huge conversation and I would really be curious to see how the US government approaches CDBCs and what comes out of that conversation. But on a positive light, the I think the proposal frame the framework proposal that was put out by the White House seems like it's a good start. Definitely not something that we can completely rely on right now, but definitely a good step in a positive direction. Uh, the next major update on the market. So Helium, which is a internet of things and internet uh, providing decentralized company. The token is HNT. They have uh, partnered with T-Mobile uh, to provide 5G network coverage. And another major update on their side and why it is important, and I'm sharing this, is they decided to move from their blockchain and the community uh, majorly agreed with this proposal. And the proposal went through, I think, a couple of days ago. They are officially moving their entire ecosystem onto Solana. And there's multiple reasons why they wanted to do that. Um, the Helium chain has moved really fast in terms of adoption. Uh, it's all over the world. If there's a map on their website where you're able to see uh, where the miners are running and the Helium miners act as like a network uh, tower. So just like your AT&Ts and these big bell or like big, big like centralized uh, internet slash phone companies. So these are just decentralized ones, which incentivize individual people for creating this mesh of a network where you get uh, coverage anywhere you need. So this company, uh, this blockchain in general, uh, it's kind of cool that they're doing this. The partnership with T-Mobile is extremely exciting because that brings a huge Web2 uh, organization into Web3. Um, and them moving to Solana seems like a good move for them because, yes, they have had a lot of uh, slowdowns and the blockchain just couldn't handle all the transactions that they are having to go through and the throughput was just not there. So Solana seems like a really good fit for uh, that project. Super exciting for the overall crypto adoption uh, since all the miners that run the Helium uh, miners get paid in their token. And um, it just, it's really cool that we're doing that to incentivize more decentralized network coverage. So um, the next update comes from crypto.com, which is one of the largest crypto lending slash it's, it's a giant app that does a ton of stuff. So crypto.com, you might've heard their name. They have gone around in the past couple of years, buying out stadium rights. And I think they right now uh, are the, are the leading sponsors for most of the F1 events, most of MMA events, most of basketball events, NBA events in the US. They also, I think, uh, 
are officially the the stadium they got a stadium deal for the LA LA Lakers stadium I think um for 15 years or 10 years it is I can't remember but yeah crypto.com is pretty prominent it's a very trusted name in the industry another feather in their cap crypto.com has finally received regulatory approval in France uh, so France is one of the jurisdictions which is very uh, it's very hard to get regulatory clarity in that region and their specific their uh, public speaker for crypto.com suggested that uh, Europe is going to play a major role in crypto adoption in the next decade so this is a a strategic move and getting an edge over their competition by getting that regulatory clarity in France for crypto.com. So congratulations to them. Um, the next biggest one that I wanted to end this conversation with is FTX. Sam Bankman fried just cannot stay out of the news. He's been in the news left and right through this whole bear market. If you don't know who it is, he's a billionaire young kid. It's like 26 or something. Like he became a billionaire when he was like 23. I think he came from traditional uh, finance and Wall Street and started his own exchange called FTX. Uh, slowly, FTX has been climbing the ranks into the top three. I don't know if they're top, if they're number one right now in terms of TVL, but they're up there. They're a very trusted exchange. And one thing that they have been doing right is getting a steal of a deal on a lot of assets on all these bankrupt crypto lending platforms. And another deal that he just got, and I think so far FTX has spent a little over $3 billion throughout this whole bear market, uh, either bailing organizations out or buying uh, organizations outright just to stabilize the market a little bit and this one just takes it to the next level uh, Voyager which is another crypto lending platform just like uh, Celsius that went bankrupt during the bear market um, they did an auction for their digital assets so all the assets that Voyager owned well technically their customer owned but if you know if your money's on a centralized exchange, it's not your money. It's being held by the centralized company on your behalf. So technically, these assets belong to Voyager. Um, so FTX put in, a, put in the largest bid on the auction for Voyager's assets and won the bid. Uh, the bid was for $1.4 billion. And that is a giant, giant acquisition. Because not only do they get access to their uh, to their assets at a cheaper price, but also I think they do also get their customers. So I think these are just rumors right now. Please do not quote me on this, but there's indications that the Voyager customers could be transitioned to FTX in the future. So there might be a silver lining there for people that lost their money in Voyager. Uh, FTX now owns the assets, so there might be some remuneration or like some sort of rebate going on there, but we'll see. Nothing too clear. Uh, this literally just happened yesterday, I think. So congratulations to FTX for getting a sweet deal in a bear market. I tell everybody this all the time, that bear markets is where millionaires and billionaires are made. If you have, if you have cash reserves and 
you're waiting out everybody while everybody's scared and selling their things when there's blood in the market when there's blood on the street go shopping i don't know who said that or even if i coded that right but it's some wall street code from long ago um so when everybody's scared that's the time to shop we don't know if the bottom's in yet the market will go a lot lower as the fed keep increasing the interest rate and tightening the economy and reducing liquidity in the market we could definitely go a lot lower but we know that when everybody's selling that is definitely always the time to buy again this is not financial advice but just something to always keep in mind i'm always watching all these influential um wealthy individuals in our market and what they're doing and not just everybody the ones that are actually growing in this bear market so ftx has definitely stood out as a company that um has been making really good deals long term for themselves and for the market in general and i know they're going to come out on top when all of this craziness in the world just brushes over and we finally have a bull market again so um yeah just watching what people do rather than listening to what they say has been a really good advice that has kind of worked for me so far um so yeah that's kind of the wrap up uh i know we're hitting the 30 minute mark and as promised these never go over 30. this would be a wonderful time for anybody and everybody to be honest if you have any questions regarding meta leone updates or the market updates in general just let me know and i can get you right on All right. Seems like we do not have any questions. Uh, if you want to reach out to me, um, again, I'm Reiki, or you can also DM the Meta Leon Society uh, official Twitter. Should be able to get to your questions. If you have anything else you want to talk about, I'm always ears. I'm always geeking out about crypto and NFTs and finance in general. So if you uh, have any questions other than that, absolutely feel free to reach out. And with that, would like to thank each and every one of you for being here. And hopefully uh, you really enjoyed the updates we had for this week. Again, we do this every week. Uh, we bring you MetaLeon Society project updates and then also some market updates because the purpose is to bring transparency and provide quality communication day in and day out. Uh, and at the same time, keep you updated on what's going on in the market. Education always goes a long way and seeing our community succeed in these markets is definitely a priority for us. So uh, thank you everybody and have a wonderful rest of your week.